because it's, it's levels to this shit. So it's like, if we're doing a potluck, it's like, okay, what do you want to bring? It's like, well, I can do this. It's kind of like, okay, bring that. We just might not be able to count on that. So we might have, because I've been in places where there's two macaroni and cheeses. You know <laughs> one, what I'm saying? One that gets eaten and one that doesn't. Yeah. It's just your macaroni, you, you can bring what you want. It's just your yours might not get eaten. But once you get titled like, ooh, Byron, can you make your uh your rolls? You know, your whatever from scratch. Oh, your your, your macaroni and cheese, your What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg, joined with my co-host at the beginning of 2022, Buff and Rozzy. Fellas, tell the people what's on your mind. I think this is the longest we've gone without recording, so we got yeah. uh, to make sure we don't have any uh, rust. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Jumping yeah. back into yeah. this, man. But but uh first off, uh happy new year to you fellas. Uh I hope you had a good um uh, I guess first day of twenty twenty two and and many more to come. So happy new year to you guys and everybody that's listening. Uh real quick, I just saw this a couple of hours ago in the foot during the football game. I hope Antonio Brown first wants some help. And then he gets the help that he needs because he yeah. has to want it first. And he hasn't shown that he wants it. But, um, you know, what he did, as you listen to this, I'm talking about that Jets game. Uh, hopefully he gets the help that he needs if he wants it. And um, we hadn't recorded in a while, so I hadn't got a chance to tell you this, Rossi, but great job on shopping style, bro. Like, as I was watching it online, I kept telling Tab, I was like, yo, I wish we could be there right now. Like that was some classy, fun. That 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 was you did your grown man thing right there, man. So congratulations on that. I hope it was uh monetarily the success that you uh wanted it to be, but it definitely looked great. I'm unhappy I lost my bid. Did I lose to a uh was she a state senator? Yeah, yeah. State Senator Marika Coleman. <laughs> we we drove the price up. This purse started off at like $35. I think by the time it ended, it was in the threes or the high twos or something. But I definitely was, uh, I was saying a bunch of curse words to myself every time the price went up. I was like, damn it. And then at that point, it just became like, I just don't want to lose. <laughs> and because Tabitha reached her milestone on her YouTube page, and I already had to buy her another gift for that, I was like, yo, let me buy out before <laughs> before I be stuck with this and another gift that I got to get her. Plus, Christmas was around the corner. So congratulations to the state senator for winning. That was fun. And like I say, dog, congratulations to you because it looked awesome. And I really mean that, man. Thanks, man. No, I appreciate it. We, we, it was a really, really good time. I was stressed. I was stressed out as I don't know what uh, leading up to it. But, um, you know, once it got going and I got a couple of uh, drinks in me, uh, I got yeah. to calm down. And uh, you were pacing at first. I, saw you, <laughs> like, I was like, he needs to slow down. Like he was pacing all over the place. <laughs> So, but no, man, it was good. We um we actually raised over our almost it was like nine thousand eight hundred and some change, so almost ten thousand dollars to go towards the scholarship. Um, between the silent auction, ticket sales, uh, donations, uh, and then a couple corporate donations that went along with it. So almost ten thousand dollars, and I'll probably just write a check to uh, go ahead and round it out uh, for the ten thousand dollars. So ten thousand dollars be going into the scholarship this year, uh, based on that event. It was really, really fun. A lot of people, I, I was surprised, a lot of people didn't know what a silent auction was or had ever participated in a silent auction. Uh, and so, you know, hopefully this kind of exposed some folks uh, to what it is and what it, and how, how much fun it can be, truthfully. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people talk about the $50 lunches and stuff like that. And, and, and it's because all that money goes towards a scholarship or, uh, you know, some type of charitable, uh, um, you know, event. So it's, it's not necessarily about the food or the gift, right? That bag was nowhere near $300 worth of a bag, but, um, it was really cool to say that, yeah, we paid $300 for it and all that money is going to go towards the scholarship because those bags were donated. So the people that are donating all those uh, things, uh, it, it's really cool because they get a tax write-off 
for it. And then, you know, we'll get the tax break as well or the tax write off when we uh, donate to the scholarship as well. So uh, it's a way to multiply your money. Uh, it, it's a way everybody can have fun. Everybody can give back to the event. Uh, next year, it's going to be even bigger. We, we already have kind of started batting around ideas about it. Uh, we're going to bring in a fashion show. So a little bit of fashion show while we uh, do it as well as the mixer on top of the uh, silent auction. So it's just going to be one big, huge event. Um, you know, we're going to activate at least the Birmingham fashion community, if not the entire state uh, uh, fashion community. Uh, we got a couple folks from Huntsville to say they're going to come down for it, that type of thing. Uh, so it's going to be bigger next year. Hopefully we can raise even more money for it. Uh, have a good time, man. But I appreciate it, man. It was it was really fun to put on uh, and really, really enheartening or uh, heartening. Is that a word? Um, I, I don't know. Not disheartening. It, it, yeah, we'll, what's the opposite we'll, we'll, of disheartening? Encouraging. We'll, um, we'll add it, it to Webster's. Yeah. <laughs> it was encouraging. <laughs> you could tell I'm not used to a real auction, too, because I was treating it like an eBay auction. So eBay, once the time limit is up, that's it. And so I've gotten quite a few things to where I wait till like the last minute and then throw my my uh, highest bid in there and just win the item. I try to do yours like that. It's you like start, start oh, the counter right yeah. over. And Tab was like, why does it keep starting over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's called overtime. So it, it, the the auction doesn't close until nobody has bid for one minute. So it it's yeah, that's the reason why. So that we can keep pushing the price up as much as high as possible. So it's not about closing it out. It's about getting as much money for the charity as possible. But then I think y'all just close. Y'all end up closing it out anyway, right? Just or no, it, it, it's just nobody bid for a minute. And so it closed. It automatically closed based on that. So uh, and when it closed, man, it was fun. That's when we really started turning up. So, you know, we, we're going to take look, take a look at it, try to open up the auction a little earlier, start talking about it a little earlier in the night, uh, maybe turn up a little earlier um, because we actually got kicked out of the venue because they were like, hey. Y'all got to shut this thing down. We got to go. It's Sunday night. <laughs> so, uh, you know, <laughs> little stuff like that, man. Yeah. We but talked about either it, way it go, it's going to be great. Yeah. And hopefully we can make it next year um, if the timing's right and everything. But it was like Byron said, we were traveling that day, so we were in and out. Um, but I, when I could, I tuned in. We were able to uh, win a purse um, that I was like, Byron, uh my initial couple of bids on the purse had me feeling good. And at that point, I was like, well, I'm in there. And I was like, yeah. I was going to, I had a kind of budget anyway. I was like, either I'm going to win something, I'm going to write a check for it uh, anyway. So I'm, I might as well win something, you know? So then get something out of it. Yeah. But uh, it was a beautiful event, man. I'm, I'm proud of you guys. You're doing great things. Uh, whenever, or what are you going to announce? Who's going to get the scholarship? Um, it, the selection committee should, uh, decide over the summer, like, you know, May somewhere in there okay. and then they'll, they'll, that we'll know over the summer, they'll do an award ceremony or whatever. And then, you know, I'll be able to announce. So by okay. the end of this school year into the summer, we should know. Okay. So outside of that, how was everybody's holiday break or Christmas or Kwanzaa, whatever you, um, young brothers celebrate these days? Quiet and cool for us, man. You know, okay. we kept it low key, dropped gifts off, and uh, we did a few Christmassy things, but it was uh, just quiet, just us three. Okay. Yeah, uh, you guys know it was it was hard for us. Um, you know, with my dad being gone first Christmas without him, and you know, I made a post on Facebook about the uh, the panettone didn't get eaten. Uh, and mm. for anybody who doesn't know what a panettone is, it's like a, a fruit kind of bunt cake uh it's got a little fruit in there it's like a coffee cake but it's uh the size of a bunt cake so it's pretty big and that was my dad's like favorite thing on on christmas morning he'd open up he'd uh, pop the panettone open uh get some coffee and he'd dunk his panettone in the coffee and drink that almost like a um like a a, a cereal type thing he, he'd like soak the bread and then eat the bread with the coffee and uh so we bought one just out of habit, I think, but it was a little bit of, you know, got to get one for dad type thing. We bought one and um, Christmas came by and, and I drove back to Birmingham Christmas night. So about six o'clock and on my way out of the house, I looked over and the Panettone wasn't even open 
or whatever. Uh, and it hit me like the next day and I was like, it didn't get eaten. And it, it was just little stuff like that, man, that like mm-hmm. really hits home when, you know, you're missing somebody. It's, it's those things that just like, oh man, it, it, it's, you know, it, it, that hurts. But it was good though. Like it was good to have a family. The entire family came together. We all were there. Uh, we did a, a kind of slumber party uh, with my mom on uh, Christmas Eve and then go, got up on uh, Christmas morning all together. So it was good, man. It, it really was. It, the, it, the family came together and just made sure that my mom was OK, as well as leaning on each other. And so, you know, that that made it really, really cool. So it was good. And then uh, just to throw out, uh, we watched Encanto. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Yeah, we seen it. we saw it. But man, that is good. It is like really good. So it's the new one. Uh, the the folks who made Moana and I can't remember one of the other um you know Disney movies that uh, kind of came out around that time. Uh, but that that's that same crew. Uh, and it has kind of that Moana feel to it. But it's really really good, man. So if it, you know family movie, uh, you want to do a little family movie night or whatever, check out Encanto. The grandma was trash. Grandma was trash. Grandma, grandma was, was trash. trash. <laughs> so, uh, we can all agree on that, Ben. All right, that was good. Uh, the Christmas break started early for me. I ended up get, catching Omarion around the middle of the month. So I tested positive on the 15th of last month, three days after my birthday. But I felt good. My symptoms were very mild. Everybody. Thought we just had a cold because my son was coughing earlier that uh, week or in the week before. So we thought we just had whatever he had. But my daughter and I tested positive Z and um, TJ both tested negative. So we got to got to quarantine in my office slash guest bedroom for 10 days. When I say that was not fun, it was not fun. But we were able to stop quarantining right before Christmas, which was cool because uh, my family came up or down, whatever. Um, so my sister came from Dallas. My mom and brother flew in from, uh, well, drove in from Mobile. So we had a blast. And my sister that stays here, her family was supposed to come, but they got diagnosed with COVID, I think, that Thursday before Christmas. So it was just um, very weird Christmas, you know, trying to celebrate with each other, but still kind of looking at each other side eyed, thinking, like, hey, I hope everybody's negative, but really enjoyed it, man. Having the family here, um, getting to enjoy my mom, my brother, my sister. We we ate, we drank, we we just had a blast. So it was a good holiday. My kids got to really enjoy it. They had a great Christmas. Um, it was even better just to have somebody to help put gifts together because usually I'm putting gifts together every Christmas Eve. Well, the night before, um, probably don't get into more bed until like one, two o'clock in the morning. And uh, Uncle Dion and Aunt Tegan did their duties as uh, as aunt and uncle and put stuff together. So the Barbie dream house, all that stuff that I did not want anything to do with. We got got done. So outside of that, man, had a great Christmas. Family's healthy. Finish a quarter strong with work, so I'm ready to hit it off, man. What do you guys have for me? Um, meaning, Razzy, do you have a joke for us? You bringing us in the new year with a joke? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, oh, I didn't tell y'all that I almost went to jail um, over the holiday. Uh, so what? What? Byron? The, the the look, the look. That's so, just proceed. So we just we, proceed. we were in Atlanta, and um, yeah. So we we uh. I always end up almost going to jail when they go to Atlanta. I got to stay out of Atlanta. Uh, but I almost had to change my name to mitochondria because, you know, I wanted them to know that I was the powerhouse of the sale. <laughs> New year. <laughs> Yo, straight left, man. The bird just walk off. He put he took his headphones out He's and just walked off on me. He put he put. Nah, I shouldn't make jokes about that. Uh, I was about to make an Antonio Brown joke. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? 
still, <laughs> we easy, still bro. need to, yeah, we need, you still need to take mental health seriously. <laughs> you back, Fert? You back? Yeah, my disappearance was two part. One, I was walking away from your joke. Uh, so just in case you thought that wasn't that wasn't part of it. Uh, secondly, I was checking on my son. But no, you, you, you definitely gave me definitely gave me a a reason to get up and walk away. What man? That was a good one. That was a good one. Powerhouse of the cell. <sighs> Got to be ready, man. Got to get hard. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So, uh, okay, so Rozzy gave us a joke. It's 2022. Who wants to start it off, man? Um, you want I, me don't, I don't mind going. I don't mind okay. going first. Um, because with my dad passing, um, one of the things that people like to do is like bake food for you and cook food for you and bring food over. Uh, so we had a whole bunch of food. Uh, over the last couple of weeks from different people. And I wanted to ask you, brothers, hmm. how do you tell somebody that you don't like their food or like it's not good? I mean, <laughs> won't they, won't, you mean like you personally? Because if nobody eats it, then that's kind of like a. So are, are they there in front of you and you waiting on you to eat? Yeah, the- yeah, you know, like with big gatherings and stuff, and folks bringing food over. You know, Thanksgiving, Auntie brought the the casserole that nobody wants or whatever, or mm. something like that. How, how do you tell somebody? You know, that, that, that you just ain't feeling it. The curl so, just ain't. So if it, it depends, if it's something that they let's say somebody fries chicken and they just chicken their chicken bland, nobody eats it. Like it's hard to just. Say, but like if you have a, a broccoli and cheese and mushroom casseroles, some random stuff that they put together. He's like, you know, I'm just not a fan of casseroles. Like you can kind of like I'm just you know, I know we really don't eat casseroles like that. You can always just say this is something we don't do. But if it's something that's you can just like y'all were eating Popeye's before I walked over here and not enslaved over this st- this uh, stove and cook chicken for you guys and you're not eating mine. You know, there's no way to say we don't eat chicken. But or. Ah, Maybe we, j- you know what, man, we just had some chicken, or you know, just like we just we're kind of we're over or, chicken. Or, or they 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 hand you the plate and then they ask you how was it? Like that's that's the even worse. One. Oh, oh yeah, man, I ain't even get a chance to eat it yet, man. <laughs> I'm not home. I'm not so you gonna lie? Man. So essentially, you're gonna lie. Uh, I, you just tell them. Just tell them exactly what's wrong with it, and maybe that'll help them do better. Uh, my homeboy had a cookout. And his mom was just straight up. We was all over there. You know, at cookouts, if you're going to fry some fish, everybody's going to wait for that fish. Like uh, when we went to Atlanta for your John Rosie. <laughs> everybody's waiting for that fish to come out the grease. She finally got that fish and she was like, I waited for this. This, fi- this fish bland. <laughs> it needs some more seasoning. And that's, I mean, that's one way you could tell them, like, you don't have to be mean. You can just be like, it's good, but it needs, you know what I'm saying? Or it has too much of, you can just, you can go that route. Yeah. But there's a way you can do it. You can be honest without being rude. Yeah, but that's if that's all they need. You need to add salt. Like, your casserole is nasty. <laughs> it's hard. To- like, why are there mushrooms, raisins, broccoli, and name something else, tomatoes in this in this dish? You call it a casserole. There's just no casserole that does that. Like it's with, with cream yeah. and mushrooms, so it's still soggy. That's, yeah, like that. That that doesn't. No, you know. That's when you definitely got to go your route and say, "I'm I'm just not a fan of, you know, raisins, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dates and walnuts." And or, or you put it, you put it on your plate and you just kind of walk off and like throw it like face down in the trash so that you know the plate the plate covers it up. So you well, gotta I'm, do that one. Oh, I'm saving that one for later. Oh no, see, I don't eat. I don't eat my casserole with the rest of my food. I'm gonna eat that a little later. Just put that over <laughs> on the side. Did you get this? man? You know what, man? I'm so I'm so full. Yeah. So, Rosie, how did you handle it? Um, I I I avoided the situation, like you say. I just I didn't get it, but you could tell like the person was like kept looking over. 
and nobody was eating their stuff, and like everybody was just kind of walking by, walking by. It was, it was, it was pretty sad. But you know, I, I, I just avoided it. I didn't say anything. Was but, it visual? So, was it bad? Or what, nobody just ate it. Um, I, I, it looked bad. Oh, and yeah. I think it. You know, it's one of those ones that folks. The word gets around like, don't, don't mess with that one. Don't you don't want that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's not visually appealing, <laughs> it makes it tough, you know. Oh man, that if, was it, if it looks like crap, yeah. yeah, if it looks like crap, because now is this? So you you mentioned Thanksgiving or Christmas, I think. Or, and then you also mentioned, you know, people just bringing stuff over because of. So for me, I think you you have to be vetted to do special events. Yeah. Now, if I'm at your house yeah. and you cooking, that's one thing. But if, you know, Thanksgiving or something and you're only you only can bring sides. It's it's just like, like you can bring something. I'm not obligated to which eat what you bring if you haven't been vetted. Now, whoever is cooking the main dish, they're certified. Like You got to be certified to cook. To host, yeah, yeah, or you need to, or or you need to uh, cater, <laughs> you know, because um, if you if you never cooked a turkey and you hosting Thanksgiving, you might need somebody to bring a turkey, mm-hmm. which means you're not hosting. You just we just using your house. Uh, I'll say this: I appreciate someone, you know, fixing food for a funeral, even if they can't cook. You know, it's the it's the thought that counts. And I appreciate that, but Thanksgiving. Yeah. Ain't no time for that. That's what I'm saying. You Special know, events. It, it, for the Super Bowl, they pick the best referees and officials from the regular season. Okay. They don't just throw anybody out there. They grade them during the season. And when the Super Bowl comes, whoever has the highest marks, that's who is going to ref that game. So Thanksgiving, I need the all-stars. I need my <laughs> best of the best. I don't want you to do nothing out the kindness of your heart. I need the best of the best on Thanksgiving. Yeah, don't go experimenting. You need somebody that's like, hey, can you make your macaroni and cheese? Yeah, that's if, what yeah. You- if it's not your your macaroni and cheese, your candy yams, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, because yes. um, it's, it's levels to this shit. So it's like, if we're doing a potluck, it's like, okay, what do you want to bring? It's like, well, I can do this. It's kind of like, okay, bring that. We just might not be able to count on that. So we might have, because I've been in a place where there's two macaroni and cheeses. You know <laughs> one, what I'm saying? One that gets eaten and one that doesn't. Yeah. It's just your macaroni. You, you can bring what you want. It's just your, yours might not get eaten. But once you get tired, like, oh, Byron, can you make your uh, your rolls, you know, your whatever from scratch? Oh, your, your, your macaroni and cheese, your green beans. Like, if that's what you're known for, that's that's what you're known for. But uh, just volunteering, like, nah, man, I'll make some banana pudding dressing. you know know, pinterest has people eating all kind of different stuff now you know or trying all kind of stuff so yeah yeah the cauliflower macaroni yeah oh yeah and don't do no we see you sean yeah no 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 veganness no no when it's a group setting and you're not hosting it needs to be basic you know like i'll make macaroni and cheese we expect macaroni and cheese no, no, no different versions. All right, Buff, you want to go next or you want me to close it out or? Oh, it don't matter. I can go next or I can close. However okay. you want to go. It's up to you. Go ahead and go. All right. Uh, my my question, well, I don't want to call it a light question because it, it's about serious things. But, uh, you know, we talk a lot about Dave Chappelle and one of his specials actually um, – kind of propel this question, not his latest, most controversial one, but uh, the 846 one that he did um, last year after George Floyd's murder. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he was mentioning how Don Lemon was asking where are the celebrities, and he, I guess he mentioned Dave Chappelle by name, and Chappelle brought that up during his special. My question is, when serious things are going on like that, whether it be George Floyd, whether it be, you know, something like, you know, what's going on in the federal government, with Congress, or, you know, we're dealing with this uh, COVID thing or whatever. Do you want your celebrities to speak out? Because I know that's one of the biggest, one of the big criticisms of Michael Jordan is that he never spoke out about anything. And my, I always retort with, well, 
maybe that's a good thing because maybe had he spoken out, it would have been something pretty stupid. So, uh, and you know, we, we constantly praise LeBron for speaking out. So is that something we want celebrities to do or do we rather them be quiet and let the people on the ground, uh, you know, tell us what's going on and speak out on it? For me, it's, I want them to speak out if they're read up and intelligent on the thing. I I don't want them spewing QAnon conspiracy theories and stuff like that, where, you know, they got it off the internet. They have no idea what's going on. Um, They're not speaking from a place of, you know, personal understanding or something like they're just talking out of their ass. I, that I don't want. Uh, you know, I want them to actually understand what they're talking about, understand the intricacies of it, uh, or be personally affected by it. Like LeBron speaks out on a lot of stuff because he's he's a black male in America and he speaks from that perspective and says, here's my perspective on it. Uh, I, and so, you know, and he has some good facts behind it and that type of thing. So I think that's why we praise LeBron uh, while we tell, you know, others Kyrie to, to Kyrie to just shut up. Like, yeah, it's like you, you need to be speaking the truth and understanding what you're talking about. And then I'm all good with using your platform and your celebrity to get that understanding and everything that that I think is why the right is so pissed at some of the left or some of the the stars, because they come out and they speak from an educated kind of background and it goes against some of the rights policies or their their talking points uh because a lot of it is rooted in misinformation so i guess it goes back kind of to what we're saying like you need to be vetted like you you i don't want you coming out just if you're not if you care enough learn get educated on what you're talking about if you're going to speak out and you're representing the masses. You know the things that you say are going to be nitpicked and used for and against you and others. I would like for you to be knowledgeable. Now, there's things that happen in the moment. Like everybody has a, the. There's a difference in having your opinion and speaking out, right? And in, in my opinion, so if, you know, after the George Floyd, after you saw the tape, if you just, you know, LeBron, Kyrie, Kanye just gets on like, man, this is a, this is crazy. You know, another senseless kill. Like if you're just stating the obvious and stating your personal opinion and how you feel and how it's affecting you, then I get it. But once you start following up and trying to gain ground, I need you to be educated and research and put your put your money where your mouth is, or at least take the time to research and say, okay, in America, this is the 42nd person to be shot by a, a 42nd black man to be shot by unarmed officers. Like start putting some facts because you have a team that can put that stuff together because if you care enough, not just because you're on Twitter or you're on Instagram and you just want to make a statement, it's like, man, I want to, if you want to make a change, yeah, if you're pushing any type of agenda, if you want to, uh, you know, institute any change, if you want people to support or go against something, then yeah, you you need to do that research and you need your PR team saying, "Give me give me the facts on this. I need to be smart on this so that I can make this I can make this statement." Yeah, and and I mean, even if it's maybe it's against popular opinion, you know, that I think that might have been the second part Byron is, you know, as long as LeBron saying what we what we agree with, are we cool? If LeBron came out and said something that you totally were against, is that a different is that is that a different scenario? Right. I think it is because uh I think I think the universal answer is we want celebrities to speak out when, when they agree with us or we agree with them. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because for you mentioned Kanye and, and Riza, you mentioned like, you know, the right being upset with the left. Kanye has been on both sides of it, okay? Because when he was, Bush doesn't care about black people, or when he was taking the microphone from um, Taylor Swift, Swift, you know, he got all kinds of, you know, criticism from the right. But then he puts the red hat on 
and then now the left don't mess with them or whatever. So I think I first off, I don't want to I, I think we kind of um, I think we underestimate how how dangerous and how how brave, whether we agree with them or not, how brave it can be for a celebrity to to speak out, because I don't make anywhere near what they make. And there are certain things that I won't say on the show because I don't want to mess up my little money. I can't even imagine <laughs> having 10 times what I make now and risking it all for a comment just so you losers can retweet me. Forget that. So I, I think it's I think it's brave either, either way. Uh, but you do open yourself up. And I don't think I say it's brave, too, because it's not a lot of upside. So we we praise LeBron for the things he does. But as soon as he didn't say anything about what's going on in China and his, you know, what was what was going on there, then it was like, oh, oh, so you always got something to say about this and that. But this you're silent. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to start speaking out on everything. You know, you're the go to person. So it can be it can be dangerous. And, you know, people like on the right side, conservatives or whatever, they love to criticize Hollywood. But that just goes back to. You know, they like you if you agree with them, because while they criticize Hollywood, you know, once John Voigt stated where he stands and how he's right leaning or uh, Ted Nugent, they're on Fox News all the time now. So I think both sides enjoy their celebrities and the platform that they carry as long as they agree with them. But, yeah, I think Um, overall we shouldn't we shouldn't expect them like no, we shouldn't count on them like if they do it good. But that's not who we should be looking to. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it Zendaya or whatever her, her name is, um, is yeah. a perfect example. She doesn't speak out much, but she mm-hmm. fights for black people and, and people of color in and women in everything that she does. Like at, at one point she was like, she's not producing anything unless there's like, uh, you know, equal black writers on the, uh, the show or whatever. Like she uses her celebrity, but doesn't speak out. So I, I'm there with you when you say, you know, I, I don't think the expectation should be they have to speak out. Um, but what happens is if they are speaking out, I just need them to know what they're talking about. But I, I wanted to kind yeah. of bring up there's a book that I w- I've actually been listening to, not reading. Uh, it's an audio book. It's What Truth Sounds Like by er- Michael Eric Dyson. Um, and mm. so now it's Michael Eric Dyson. Right. So it is it is not easy to follow. Uh, and, and everything, but it is really, really good information. It's a good book. Uh, if you guys, and he's reading it, so you get his little, you know, kind of chopped up type of, um, you know, conversation that he has, uh, with itself. So, uh, but it's a really good book. It has a lot of good information in there and kind of goes right along with this, uh, talking about like celebrity speaking out and everything like that. So go check that book out. Um, so I'm about halfway through it now and it's really good. Well, my thing is, I I talk about intent a lot, and I don't know if it's are they, it depends on why they're speaking out too. Because I feel like, for one, some people feel like they just have to speak out just because that's what the the world wants them to do. Then some people just cultural. You know, everybody has an opinion. Everybody has to jump on uh, IG, Twitter, Snapchat. Like everybody always has something to say to stay relevant. You know. Like I think at one point Cardi B was making a lot of statements on some stuff, and it's like, what? Why is you know? It's is she read up on these things? Is she knowledgeable on these things? But I feel like everybody feels like they have to say something. Oh, no, I was gonna say I think Rosie said it's 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 definitely a difference between just giving your opinion and actually like speaking out on something or against something or fighting for something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Any anybody can give their opinion, and I think it serves a good purpose, especially if they help bring awareness to something. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to make a stance and bring awareness, then you need to be knowledgeable and put in the time and effort to make sure that what you're saying is helpful. Mm-hmm. Good, one. Good question, Buff. Um, so I'm going to do, I guess, semi-cliche. You know, it's January 2nd. We're recording. We're in the new year. And, you know, Every year we hear people, what is your New Year's resolution? So did you guys make any New Year's resolutions or anything like that? Well, Roger, you kind of talked about one, but I don't know if that was really a resolution. Uh, uh, it, it is, and I'll, okay. I'll, I'll talk about it on the show. I mean, I don't mind. You guys know I open up um, and talk all my business on the show. Well, my question is so, not going to be, what's your New Year's resolution? But I just wanted to 
Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, go go okay. go then. What is it? But if you wanted to share it, it's fine. I was just saying I, that wasn't going to be where I was going with it. I was just trying oh. to see if you guys do it. Uh, I, usually I don't. It, it's weird. Usually I don't do it, but I mean this year I, I did. I kind of made a resolution. Uh, but uh, and just to, to kind of share it since we mentioned it now, yeah, I, I made a resolution that I would uh kind of clean out uh some of Jenica's stuff. Uh, you know my. I, I always talk about, you know, her stuff still in a closet or whatever. And, and uh, it is a little hard sometimes waking up and just seeing it every day and everything like that. So I made a resolution that, you know, I'm going to clean the closet out, do something with uh, all the stuff, you know, get get her sisters, whatever they can fit, whatever, um, you know, put some in storage, whatever. I know I want to keep uh, that type of thing. And, and then, you know, whatever the rest of it, give it the goodwill or somebody who can use it and, and, rather than it just sitting there because it's been sitting there almost two years not being touched. So, you know, that type of thing. So yeah, that is my resolution. And uh, I, I, I like how you said for put a time limit on it, give yourself, make it a smart goal uh, instead of just saying, I'm going to do it uh, saying, you know, by when do I want to do it? So that one I got to think through, but um, okay. yeah, that's, that's my resolution. Okay. Buff, you got any? Nothing specific, man. Just uh, enjoy life even more. Uh, especially with my family and just incorporate more family things. Um, I just, okay. I guess it's, it's, it, I guess it's cliche, but man, I love life, man. I love living. And um, I just want to experience as much as possible. Okay. We're going to experience so much in Vegas. I just want you to know that now. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I asked He's talking is... about the library out there, Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs> The reason I ask is uh, I've been hearing people talk about New Year's resolutions, seeing it on Facebook and other social media points. But then there was another group I'm in. They were talking more so. And this is kind of where I do what I do. Um, I usually the reason I don't do New Year's resolutions, I feel like it's a goal that is an action that you're supposed to do. Either you do it or you don't. Right. Either I'm going to start working out more. I'm going to lose 25 pounds. And, you know, either you just for one, it's. I'm not even saying it's temporary and you're setting yourself up for failure. When when it's not time to work out, you can't focus on that that resolution, right? It's only when you're fo- when only that resolution applies that you're really focused on it. And usually that's the reason I feel like they they don't work. So what I do is I do I do a word of the year. Like a, a something that I can meditate on, something I can improve on, something I can focus on every year, you know. Uh one year was focus. The one year was consistency, you know, um, growth. Like it was things like I can always just focus on like, okay, I need to be more consistent in my, you know, my, with my family, friends, work. Like those were things where I can apply to daily and in so many different aspects of my life. So I'm going to, my question is going to be, do you guys have a word or something like that that you feel like you could focus on this year? If you had to say, this is what I, really want to focus or this is going to be my meditation word or my goal word for the year, what would that be? And secondly, another thing, uh, the group I was in earlier, they were talking about mantras. Having a mantra, and I feel like mantras work better for me because it's something I can always apply rather than, like I said, that short term or that my resolution only applies to this specific point in my life or this specific uh, thing in my life. So I know that was a lot. So do you have like a, a meditation word or a word for the year? And second, is there a mantra that you live by or any mantras that you go by that you really want to focus on this year? So uh, I know that was a lot. I can we can reverse the thing and I can go first this time while you guys think. Does that help? Or do you guys yeah. already have something? Yeah, let's do that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so my first one, this was um it was actually came up through my therapist. My last session, we were having a conversation and he he said something I noticed about you is you're very intentional. So my word for the year is intentional. Is to kind of be aware and put energy into the things that I really care about. So the reason I feel like my marriage goes a certain way and the my like I, I take time out to sit there and think about what I want to accomplish, how it affects me, how it affects others. Like it's just it's not a fly by night. I don't just go with the flow. 
um, thing. So that is my first word. It's intentional. So uh, and it was his breakdown on that and his analysis of me was very eye opening. He said, that's probably why it separates you from a lot of people. It's like every time I talk to you, it's like you not only do you want to do something, there's a why and a reason. And this is your plan on it. It's like, so you're very intentional about your thing. So that is my word. And my mantra, there's actually two parts to it. First is, and this was uh, when my line brothers put this in, and I'm trying to research it more, but it just stuck out to me. And the second part is going to be why, how I'm going to get there because of this. So it says at the bottom, there are victims and pessimists. Then in the middle, there are optimists and realists. And on top, there are curious competitors, competitors who seek challenges out. The reason that that stuck out to me is I want to kind of like you were saying, Byron, embrace life more. Rise, you know, I'm very cautious and careful and probably overthink everything. And so I think I find myself in the middle a lot. I'm that optimist or realist. But we mentioned on a show before, sometimes that holds you back. You're scared to go after those things you want. You're scared to push the envelope because the way you I approach life or not you I'll speak for, specifically for me. I'm I'm fearful of pushing the envelope because I'm always. I'm using logic to guide all my decisions, you know, so to be better, to move to that next level. I have to challenge myself more. I have to be uncomfortable. I have to. You got to take risks. Yeah. 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 I had to seek those challenges out. You know, I talk, we talk about finances and stuff like that. Uh, I actually called you the other day because I was thinking about some stuff in my house. I'm always trying to make maybe not the perfect decision, but the best decision rather than, you know, hey, this is what you need to do. You start putting this in action and, you know, it may work. It might not work, but you're not going to put yourself out there enough where you're just going to go bankrupt because of this one decision. It's, hey, you know, something simple. I'm debating if I want to when I move in the next few years, do I want to sell my house or do I want to rent it out? And something as simple as like, hey, you know what? Go ahead and refinance now, because if you refinance now and you get the while the interest rates are low and you decide to keep the house and rent it out, you have a lower interest rate and all that stuff. Don't know all the details behind. I'm going to reach out to you later about it, Rosie. But that's kind of the thought process I was doing. But in my mind, it's. Go seek that challenge out. Make it up. Make it something. Make it. If it doesn't work out, you learn from it. Like, hey, man, I, I, I did this and I did that and it didn't work out. But to ease my mind, uh, there was a philosophy by Jim Rohn that says success and failure boil down to the same thing. Small habits performed daily. So because I'm a realist and I'm always using logic and always coming up with different techniques and different ways to accomplish all my goals. Like I'm very, uh, very big on developing procedures. Like I do it for work. I do it with my lamplighters. I do it for a lot of stuff in my life. And it's to get to that next level, to go out and seek challenge. I have to start creating more daily habits that are good. Like if I want to get better at my job, remember we're talking about the me applying for the that promotion. Mm-hmm. It's like, what can I do? If that that comes up tomorrow, what can I do to make sure I'm ready? It's okay. You have these things done, knocked out. You know, we had I finished number nine in the country with my company, but it's what else can you do? Do I need to study more? You do this every day. You spend an hour doing this every day. Maybe you need to spend thirty minutes studying every day. So um, figuring out those things I could do to be better creating those habits so I can go feel comfortable when I seek out chat, more comfortable when I seek out challenges. So that was a lot. No, it's cool. It's it's cool though. It's, but it's, it's funny. You say I don't make a new year's resolution and it seems like you've made a new year's resolution. It's just, you, you, you worded it differently. You packaged it a little differently, but it's a resolution. You're saying, Okay, I'm gonna say this mantra every day. I'm going to oh, do no, this. Say it, man. Say it. Or it's not, just, not every day, but yeah, like I'm I'm gonna live by this mantra. That's that's a resolution right there. That's a New Year's resolution. Okay. I'm gonna live by this that. mantra, or you know that type of thing. So it, it but it, there's nothing wrong with that. I think we no, had no. a conversation about you know New Year's resolutions, and and you know it's it's a time to reflect and reset and say okay, going forward, here's what I want to do. Um, and so that make that makes a lot of sense. It's it's funny you you talk about the word um. For me, I think I've had this 
kind of internal struggle with, and I think we brought it up a little bit about being selfish mm-hmm. and making sure that kind of taking care of myself and and making sure that I make time for myself and I just kind of chill and 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 take care of me before put my mask on before I put everybody else's mask on and and that's I think what I do a lot is I just make sure everybody else is okay uh and and so I think for me that is kind of that word uh if you're looking for a word for me would be selfish being selfish I yeah. I need to make sure that I'm selfish a that's little cool. bit I like that uh, and, and so that's where I'd go and mantras wise it's funny. My family has a mantra, um, you know, just me and the kids. Is, uh, we always talk about our family mantra is safety first and teamwork. And uh, it's it sounds funny. It sounds weird. But when you really get down to it, it's like be safe, do the right thing and lean on each other and be a team. So it encompasses all of this at one time when you just say safety first and teamwork. Like, let's make sure that we're all good. We're all safe. We're all taken care of. Uh, and we're going to do it together. Uh, and so that that's our mantra. Like I, I can go to the kids right now and they'll be like safety first and they'll be like teamwork. Like, so it's, it's always just like the family knows that's what we do uh, is we're going to take care of each other. Um, so that, that's, that's ours. Okay. I like that. All right. So um, my mantra is going to help all of you that are listening. If you don't like me, I'm going to give you some advice on what you can do. But before I get to that, my word is kind of like Rosie's, but it's just a different word. My word is care. And the reason I say it's like Rosie is because, you know, for for many, for the majority of my life, and I'm talking about like up until maybe midway through last year, there's a lot of things I looked at as like kind of feminine. You know what I mean? Just, just ignorant thinking like, you know, I was in my 30s when I got my first pedicure. You know what I mean? I just developed a consistent uh, face regimen that I actually like that I hope will start showing some some great results. So just like taking care of of me and like, you know, moisturizer isn't just for women, you idiot. You know what I mean? Like, you know, (laughs) take care of yourself, Uh, but not just but not just physically uh, care. You know, I talk to my friends, you guys swat all the time, almost every day, you know, whether it's through group me or text, I talk to at least one of you guys. And my family members, not so much. And I don't love them any less. It's just that, you know, for for the most part, I'm like, they know I love them. I don't need to reach out to them. But I wouldn't say it's a New Year's resolution because I started working on this like towards the end of last year, like maybe September, October. But it kind of is a New Year's resolution because, you know, it's something that I said, you know, I definitely want to do in 2022, but I don't wait to January 1st to start it. I'm like, if that's something I think I need to do, Whenever the idea pops in, I start doing it. So I've I've been reaching out to family more, um, visiting my my family that lives up here more, and I and I hope to continue to progress in that, and not just assume they know I care, but you know tell them, show them, be around more, and and reach out to them more so they can know. So my word is I guess care. My mantra, which I don't, I've never had. A mantra, but I'm gonna cheat. For those of you that follow me on social media, um, it's it's now my cover photo. And for those of you that don't follow me on social media, it goes as follows. And it's very important, especially if you don't like me. Um, if you don't like me, do this with me as I say it, people. Breathe in, now breathe out. There's nothing more you can do. That's it. That's all you can do. And the reason that's important for me is because, you know, we we live in a world and an age now where it's so easy and everybody says they don't care what people think about them. That's like the most popular thing to say. I don't give a bleep what anybody thinks about me. I'm going to do me. I've seen way too many 100 comment arguments on social media that say otherwise. The fact of the matter is we do, for the most part, care what people think. Now, you know, full stop to like, you're not going to necessarily change your behavior. But if you hear a negative comment about yourself, if you don't at least go, yeah, that's messed up. Then, you know, you're a cyborg or an Android. Like it's going to like, you may do some type of uh, self-assessment for a second. Like, 
No, that's not true. I'm not like that. Or you may say, oh, that person is right. Let me work on that. But the bottom line is, I just think we say, I don't care what people think way too easily and way too much because the evidence points otherwise. And I was one of those persons, one of those people that maybe cared a little too much. And I've learned over the years to not care as much. And as long as you know, life doesn't come with a, a handbook. As long as I'm doing the best that I can to the best of my abilities, you know, I feel like I do my best to treat people right. I look out for people and things like that. I'm not going to always get it right. I'm not perfect. So with that being said, you're never going to please everybody. And so I have to, I have reminded myself that and I've gotten to a place to where, you know, you know, I'll do what I can to be the best person I can. But if, if that if you still can't jive with that, if you still got an issue with, with me on that, then we just had a disagreement. But that is my mantra. You know, if you don't like me, it's not too much more you can do about it. I love that mantra, bro. And both of your. Uh... I, I, I thought you was going to say kiss my bleep. <laughs> you know, I'm practicing on not cursing because of inspire you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right, all right. But uh, both your mantras, man, in words, it's kind of how I got the the word um, intentional. Because, like you said, you know, Rise, you were saying you'll put everybody else's mask mask on first. You think about that. I You make sure the kids are OK. You make sure that everybody else is OK. You make sure your family's doing well. You make sure things are taken care of at work. You don't take off when you need to. And it's like you're building a brand. You're building these things. And it's kind of like be intentional about the things that matter to you. You know, put your mask on first. You know, find time uh, to celebrate yourself. Find time because you'll celebrate other people. Find time to do self-care. Find time to do those things the same way you are intentionally doing those things for other people. Intentionally do things for yourself um, and don't feel bad to do it. It's kind of like, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So that's my word, intentional. Um, I think that's it, fellas. Uh, anything else you guys got? That's it, man. Let's go ahead and yeah. do these parting shots then. So I'll start. Buff mentioned Inspire You. I just want everybody to make sure um, on the 26th is going to be our first time dropping on Inspire You. So you guys make sure. I think that's the day. Is that a Monday? Um, I want to say check my calendar. Yes. 24th. Yeah, I thought it was the 24th. 24th. So the 24th will be our first day on Inspire You. We got pushed back because of the holidays and all these COVID streets that's happening uh, out here. Uh, and with that, just be safe, guys. Make sure that you're being safe. COVID is out there. Ferg talked about uh, catching Omarion. Uh, and so we got to make sure that, you know, if you're going out, the kids hated it over this holiday season. We had on masks. We had on masks at my sister's house on Christmas uh, because so many people from different places came together. So, um, you know, just make sure that you're being safe so that even though you're vaccinated, you can still get it. Uh, it might not be as bad. It might not, you know, hurt you as much. Uh, your your chances of dying are very low with the vaccine. But even with that, uh, you don't want to get it. You don't want to try to spread it. We want to try to eradicate this thing. So just be safe uh, is all I got to say, man. Um, How can I say this? So, Ferg, you kind of circled, you kind of danced around New Year's resolutions. This is something, it's not a New Year's resolution. This is something that I want everybody else to stop doing if you do it. Um. It's a pet peeve of mine. I don't know how many other people it bothers. But if I'm in a public place like a lunchroom or a restaurant, and especially during the winter months, and you feel the need to blow your nose, please, please step away out of the room or away from the table. It's, you know, I, I'd rather you fart or burp then blow your nose. It's, it's it's disgusting. And I would like for this to take off and pass around to where people stop doing it because it's disgusting. I, I nearly lose my appetite and I appreciate it. If you, you know, I know it happens. You have to do it sometimes, but if you could just step away, you know, if you're in a public place, that would be very uh, helpful. So thank you in advance. Wow. 
Um. <laughs> oh, first before before you uh, go, I wanna uh, I wanna say thanks, Buff. You, all the officers on Capitol uh, Police and everything. You guys know this will drop uh, this Monday, and it's uh, going on this the one year anniversary of the uh, Mayo Re- Revolution, or what do you call it? What do you call it? I think it's the Mayo Revolution, January sixth. Vanilla ISIS. Yeah, Vanilla ISIS. Uh, all that mayonnaise mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, um, yeah uh, shout out to you guys. I, I know how much um, like an event like that can weigh on you for years after because um, I've, I've been in those types of situations. So uh, I get it. I understand. I appreciate you guys. Uh, if nobody else says it, thank you. I'll say it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that, man. And, and now that you mentioned that, I just want to send a quick shout out to Eugene Goodman, who we hope to have on here very soon. But I won one of my first two. One of I made two bets with him, and I just won the first one. He was on the cover of Time magazine, so I can't wait to cash in that steak dinner, my brother. The second bet is Blackish starts this week. If he is mentioned, and just in case I mention, I miss an episode, listeners. If Eugene Goodman is mentioned during any episode of Blackish this this season, their final season, please let me know. And that's gonna be two steak dinners. That's all I got. Thanks, Rosie. Appreciate that. See, he, he that's what happens when you uh, march with the big dogs. Nobody else is t- homeboy betting about them being on Time Magazine and stuff. That's the kind of kind of uh, circle Byron keeps. So <laughs> no, but uh, I'm I. I'm with Rizy, man. Thank you for your service. Thank you for what you guys do. You know, we used to joke about uh, what you were doing, but anytime you are protecting and serving, things can turn 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 to bad really fast. So uh, I can't believe it's almost been a year. Um, right? Are they doing anything to commemorate or? They are. I'm they're not- obstructing they're obstructing the investigation. <laughs> That's what they're doing. <laughs> hey, carry, carry on, Ferg. <laughs> I can't with you, Razzie. But I know there's going to be all kind of news, news people there, news outlets there. It's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Um, oh, did you see CNN's? Uh, I forgot what her name was. For New Year's Eve, when the chick was saying um, she didn't want any more broke for uh, 2022. Was she with Don Lemon? Yes. She was throwed. Yes. Yo, she was like. Don Lemon and CNN are comedy gold on New Year's Eve, dog. (laughs) Yes, it (laughs) was. Every year, they are comedy gold. They pushed the limit. Like FCC, y'all listening? (laughs) Y'all drunk? All right. But today's our day. (laughs) But it was so funny because he was like. So it's coming again? Okay. What'd you say? <laughs> okay. So did you say no more broke? D-? And it's like, yeah, that's what I said. You know, it's kind of like, wow. That's that. That's one New Year's resolution that I hope she uh, some she's able to keep. I guess. But for me, you know, 2020, 2021 wanted to hold on strong. Uh, R.I.P. Betty White. 2020 was petty for that. I mean, yeah, they were like, was petty for that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, a hundred years. Nah, let's go ahead and do this today, today. Um, but which was funny and we, because and we lost the match. And that, that was 2022. 2022 saying, "Oh, I'm gonna up you one." You know, it was funny because to hear and see how many people just love Betty White. You know, this 99 year old. Well, she's accepted, not loved by her. But she was a uh, she was accepted by people from all over. But um, that caught me off guard. You kind of expect her to live forever at this point, or expected her to live forever. Uh, John Madden caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. You know that was just crazy. Uh, what's crazy is at one point I had felt like I felt like this is the second or third time I thought John Madden died because like he just disappeared and just like damn, what happened to John Madden? He must be dead. And then when he dies, like man, I felt like he died in two thousand. 18 or something like, but now he's like, oh, this John Madden, John Madden did. So 2021 took no, no, no prisoners. They, they just wanted to do it how they do it. Um, but 
I'm excited. Like you said, inspire you January 24th. We're going to kick it off. Have a great episode. Please tune in, listen, get us out there, share with everybody else. But my thing is I'm going to close out with my lamp lighters. As you all know, my lamp lighters are I'm the director for a mentoring organization to prevent uh, male youth preventative organization called the Houston Omega Lamp Lighters. This year, we're taking a HBCU college tour. We're supposed to make, I think, five or six stops, as well as a social injustice tour. We're making another three stops um, throughout Alabama. And we are currently raising funds. Uh, We're doing a fundraiser called a 20 for 20, where me and my guys are asking everybody for $20 in exchange for 20 20 hours of community service. So we've seen all of the, you know, cookies and popcorn and everything. And we're really trying to teach our young men the importance of paying it forward and being able to go out and help the community. I feel like this is a great way to do it. So in conjunction with that, you will be seeing me consistently post on our site and my page um, asking for donations because we have a big chunk of change. We need we need to collect about thirty thousand dollars to do this. I have over 30, 30 guys. So if you can help, please help. Uh, Rizy will. Can you post the link on the page tomorrow? Mm-hmm. All righty. So 20 for 20. Click on it. Help me. I told the guys I'm out raising everybody anyway, so I'm already number one. Uh, my goal is I want to raise over $5,000 just on my own, if not more. So that's it. Three brothers, no sense. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week. <laughs>